Good day, everyone. I am Ari Priyadi, Managing Associate of Vidyawan and Partners. In this sixth episode of Indonesian podcast series, we will talk about the Carbon Capture Storage or CCS and Carbon Capture Usage Storage or CCUS business in Indonesia. As you may know, CCS, CCUS is now considered as a significant part of decarbonization efforts which supports continuing energy production and helps to achieve energy sustainability. Joining us today is David Hong, our senior foreign legal advisor who has been involved in many major Indonesian upstream oil and gas projects for more than 15 years, as well as in the currently developing CCS, CCUS business in Indonesia. David, before we explore more on the legal aspects of CCS, CCUS business in Indonesia, could you share with us on the background why CCS, CCUS is said to be the next big thing in Indonesia? Thanks, Ari. Indonesia currently has potential CO2 storage of 12.2 billion tonnes, which is technically sufficient to accommodate the storage needs for Southeast Asia and has the potential to accommodate much of the needs of Asia generally. For more than six decades, oil and gas exploration, exploitation and production business has been one of the major business sectors in Indonesia. This leaves Indonesia with depleted reservoir storage capacity and established in oil and gas exploration and production infrastructure. The advanced development of upstream oil and gas business in Indonesia also gave rise to the presence of capable upstream oil and gas players. In its enhanced NDC issued in 2022, Indonesia pledges to increase its emission reduction target from 29% to 31.89% unconditionally, and from 41% to 43.2% conditionally. The upstream oil and gas sector is one of the key sectors that is expected to contribute towards emissions reductions, and CCS, CCUS is key to the ability of upstream oil and gas producers' ability to deliver on these decarbonisation efforts. Lastly, the strategic location of Indonesia gives rise to the potential for Indonesia to become a CCS, CCUS hub within the region, supporting not only domestic capture and storage initiatives, but also cross-border activities. Given its complexity and its huge potentials in Indonesia, CCS, CCUS needs clarity on Indonesian government's policies. What is the current main regulatory instrument on CCS, CCUS in Indonesia? And what are the main features of the regulation? Yeah, so the current main regulation dealing with CCS and CCUS is a regulation of the Minister of Energy and Mineral Resources number no. two of 2023 on undertaking CCS and CCUS in oil and gas activities. And this took effect on the 3rd of March, 2023. The regulation is a follow-up to the Minister of Energy and Mineral Resources roadmap on CO2 abatement measures. This regulation governs CCS and CCUS by a production sharing contractor within the PSE's working area, although the carbon emissions could be from either oil and gas activities or other industrial activities, such as from power generation. Under this regulation, PSC contractors derive their rights to capture, utilise and store CO2 under the terms of their PSC, and may store carbon in depleted oil and gas reservoirs within their concession area, 
whether to offset the PSC contractor's carbon emissions or as a service to third-party carbon producers, which includes non-oil and gas industries. However, currently under this regulation, carbon emissions from other industries outside of the oil and gas sector can only be used for CCUS and not CCS. So the carbon emissions from other industries must be used to enhance petroleum production under the PSC and cannot be stored in depleted reservoirs without being utilised to enhance production. However, the important takeaway is that this regulation is just a first step. And the current limitations of this regulation are a function of the fact that it is a regulation of the Ministry regulating upstream oil and gas and is therefore focused on CCS and CCUS in the context of oil and gas production. It was issued prior to the establishment of the broader regulatory framework for CCS and CCUS to enable continued progress on the CCS CCUS development plans on a number of oil and gas projects such as Tangu and Abadi LNG projects. However, this is just the first step in the government's broader plans to establish Indonesia as a CCS and CCUS hub for the region, which will be regulated through a framework presidential regulation that's expected to be issued shortly. We'll discuss this um, further on in, the, uh, in this session. From what you have just explained, there should be other aspects of CCS, CCUS business that have not been clearly dealt with in the MEMR Regulation 2 of 2023. In your opinion, what other issues the regulations need to address to provide more comprehensive regulatory framework? So essentially, the current regulation is focused on CCS and CCUS activities in upstream oil and gas working areas where the underlying authority to undertake CCS and CCUS activities is derived from the upstream oil and gas concession, the PSC. The next step is the issuance of a, the broader regulatory framework to establish the regulatory authority and licensing framework for the licensing of third parties other than PSC contractors, including for depleted oil and gas reservoirs once the PSC expires. This framework is expected to unlock the potential for the licensing of separate business actors other than upstream oil and gas contractors to undertake business activities for the capture, transportation and storage of CO2 in order to facilitate CCS hubs or clusters. Other key issues that are expected to be addressed in the upcoming regulations are as follows. The first is the treatment of cross-border uh, CCS and CCUS. MEMR regulation number two of 2023 is silent on the, the treatment of cross-border activities. However, as recently as last week, senior officials from the Ministry of Energy and Mineral Resources confirmed their intent to allow cross-border storage to enable Indonesia to establish itself as a CCS and CCUS hub. The realisation of this goal may be dependent, however, on government-to-government -government, um, arrangements to facilitate cross-border trading in a fair manner that appropriately shares the benefits obtained from the carbon abatement. The provisions of MEMR number two of 2023 also require detailed implementation in particular on the following aspects. The manner in which the CCS, CCUS activities will be regulated as petroleum operations under the PSC, including the treatment of fees for injection and storage services provided to third parties, including other PSC contractors, the scope of cost recoverable operating costs, the extent to which CCS, CCUS facilities can be included within facilities to be project financed as distinct from upstream facilities which must be funded by the PSC contractor. Key issues relate to responsibility and risk allocation for leakage, 
for example, arising out of uninsurable, unforeseeable geological events, closure, handover and post-closure monitoring funds. The PSC contractor is required to establish monitoring funds sufficient to support the monitoring activities for 10 years after the end of the CCS, CCUS activities under the PSC, which would be considered as part of the operating costs of, um, under the PSC. Another issue is the basis for PSC contractors to cooperate with third parties in the implementation of CCS and CCUS activities, in particular where the PSC contractor does not wish to manage the depleted reservoirs itself. The regulation contemplates this is possible where government approval is obtained, but the detailed allocation of the rights, roles and responsibilities as between such other party and the PSC contractor has not yet been clearly regulated. And finally, the implementation of the cap tax and trade scheme for all sectors covering the oil and gas industry and all large industrial emitters as ultimately the ability for these business actors to generate revenues from trading its emissions reductions will be key to underpinning the economics of their CCS and CCUS activities going forward. Based on what you have just elaborated, it appears that creating a set of extensive policies and regulations is still a work in progress. Can you share with us on any CCS, CCUS policy and regulatory development we expect in the near future? So the key expected development is the issuance of the presidential regulation to establish this broader regulatory framework for CCS and CCUS in Indonesia. This is understood to be in the final stages of harmonization prior to issuance and is expected to be issued within this year. In addition, for the detailed implementation of MENR regulation number two of 2023, SKK MIGAS is expected to shortly issue working guidelines known as PTKs to implement the MENR regulation. Note that these implementing guidelines will only relate to CCS and CCSU activities undertaken by a PSC contractor. SKK Migas is not a regulator as such, and accordingly, the PTKs do not have regulatory force, but should be rather viewed as the guidelines under which SKK Migas, as the government counterparty under the PSC, will enforce and administer the terms of the PSC. The PTKs should be consistent, therefore, with the terms of the PSC and the MMR regulation. Finally, significant progress has been made on carbon trading front in Indonesia recently. On the 18th of September, the Indonesian Financial Services Authority issued um, the Indonesian Stock Exchange with the license as a carbon exchange organiser, which on the 26th of September launched Indonesia's first carbon exchange known as IDX Carbon. However, to unlock the greater potential for trading carbon units from emissions reductions, implementing regulations are also required for the oil and gas and industrial sectors to establish emissions targets and sectoral roadmaps that are required for the calculation of the emissions reductions. Two such implementing regulations uh, have been issued to date for the power and forestry sector and further sectoral regulations and roadmaps are expected in coming months. Now it's time for a more practical question. As someone who has more than 15 years experience in Indonesian upstream oil and gas industry, and in the current CCS-CCUS sector, what would be your advice for clients who intend to engage in CCS-CCUS business in Indonesia? So the key point is to understand that CCS and CCUS is a journey in Indonesia, as it is in other jurisdictions. 
Any apparent limitations in the current regulations are more a reflection of the limitations on the regulatory authority of the Ministry of Energy and Mineral Resources and the need for these regulations to be issued in order to continue progress on the CCS and CCUS activities for a number of upstream oil and gas projects, rather than as a reflection of the ultimate objective of the government in this space, which remains ambitious. The upcoming presidential regulation is expected to demonstrate this ambition to establish Indonesia as a regional hub for CCUS and CCUS. And the amount of regulatory focus being placed in this space is a demonstration of the recognition of the enormous potential and challenging issues that need to be addressed in that regulatory framework. We'll obviously keep you all updated and posted on these upcoming developments. Thank you so much, David, for sharing your helpful insight on CCS-CCUS business in Indonesia. From what you have shared with us, our key takeaways for today are, given the large storage potentials and the carbon producing upstream oil and gas business activities as one of the key sectors in Indonesia, CCS-CCUS is indeed a next big thing in Indonesia. CCSCCUS needs coherent government policy, and the Indonesian government has issued MEMR Regulation Number 2, 2023, which governs CCSCCUS by a PSC contractor within PSC's working area. Although the carbon emission could be from either oil and gas activities or other industrial activities, there are some aspects of CCSCCUS business that have not been sufficiently captured in the current regulation. We expect some upcoming regulations to address those issues. The regulatory development must be closely monitored by any party who intends to engage in CCS-CCUS business in Indonesia. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope it is helpful. And if you need help with various aspects of CCS-CCUS business in Indonesia, please do reach out to us. Thank you.